Welcome to podcast 107 of the Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Dave, and on this week's pod, we have the usual save updates, a discussion on international breaks, and of course, the quiz. But let's see who I'm joined by this week. Making his return, Mr. Herb the Nerd. How's it going, Herb? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Welcome back. Um, we've got, as always, Friday Night FM. Joe, how's it going? Very well, Dave. Very well. Good. Thank you. And none other than Mr. Dupe. Dupe, how's it going, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I find it weird. Oh, actually, I was going to say, I find it weird how we call everyone by like their their username and then their real name. Well, I just called Herb, Herb, and that's not his real name. Yeah, so. not real name. yeah well, to be fair, I don't think a lot of people know that um, Steve's name's actually Steve, do they? <laughs> I'm sure we did this joke to someone before and I can't remember who it was. <laughs> How long did it last for as well? It went for ages, did it? Uh, who was I'm that? sure someone put it in the Discord or tweeted someone saying, yeah. oh, I didn't know your name was Steve or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. And then someone anyway. else is a listener who's gone and checked out what everyone actually looks like and he yes. thought you were a completely different race and he's been listening for like six months. <laughs> to be fair, by the so. look of me, I don't run many races so I can see why he gets confused. <laughs> um, but no, Herb, it's lovely to have you back, man. I haven't been on a pod with you for a while, dude. It's, it's been um, a while. Normally, because I've been trying to avoid you, but I had no choice this week. <laughs> oh, we're down, yeah. down on numbers. Yes. Um, That's how I like it. Forced in. Yeah. That's what she said. Uh, um <laughs> Matt didn't say that, but um, yeah, today we're going to be moving on to obviously save updates and uh, obviously uh, an international break team meeting. Of course, FM20 around the corner, but we've still got no uh, feature sort of ideas yet from uh, Melee and the gang. So uh, we're hoping that soon we can get some FM20 feature announcement. But save updates, Herb, I know you... Oh, go on, Dupe, sorry. I was just going to say, he did tweet today. Oh. Yeah, he tweeted today saying uh, the SI forums are now open for anyone that'd like to uh, recommend what we could add into the game for next year. Um, so <laughs> I was going to say it's a bit late now, isn't it? I'm sure they used to have like a backlog for about four years of different yeah. features they could add every year. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Herb, you've been back on the Twitch a little bit this and YouTube this week. Yeah. Um, how's FM been going for you? It's been going all right, actually. I was. Um, I think a lot of people are struggling as we get towards the end. We're waiting for the FM20 news to come <laughs> out and trying to re- relive and revive the love for Football Manager. But yeah, I did one stream uh, and I kind of said at the beginning, if I win the first game, I'll carry on. And I changed the formation up and actually have managed to get a, like a defensive formation working with Orient. And uh, yeah, I think we were sat just above mid-table. We were on the cusp of playoffs for a bit. So uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of got me back in. I, I really, really want to get Leighton Orient to the Premier League before the end of the, the cycle. So I need to stream a bit more. But yeah, good couple of streams. Good to be back. Good. Uh, do you reckon it's doable? And how, how long, let's say, well, we've still got about three or four weeks, have we, yeah, of FM? Maybe a couple of, another couple of seasons, maybe? It's like mid-October, isn't it, usually, beta? Mm, so, yeah, yeah but it's still there. Years. If we can get close to the play, if we can get playoffs this year, I'm hoping we can get playoffs this year, sneak in, that'll help the yeah. reputation. And then it, then it's eminently doable, but yeah, I need to crack a couple of seasons at least. I just um, want to point out that I do listen to the pod when I'm not here. And last week, there was a bit of a teaser about a network save with Kurt Dizzle. Is this still a thing or is this, uh, is this kind of gone floppy? It's, <laughs> it's gone very floppy. Um, no, so we, we were discussing it. We've got some ideas. But I think we're going uh, to discuss it more for the new game rather than the old game. So oh, yeah. With the stuff that... Makes sense. Okay, got going on with work and, and bits and, and I've got the late annoying save to finish. 
why why uh why jump on the floppy bomb when we can go go at it hard with the new game it yeah i was gonna say it's it's not something that's easy to schedule it's it's very Mm -hmm. very hard that's a cardo um dupe you've been playing with fm do you know what quite nicely uh fits into our topic this week um I'm kind of having a bit of an international break at the moment. When I say international, I'm still here. It's just that um, I've had a new gen that I've been trying to to get some individual training on early doors. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm a bit busy at the moment. So um, this pod's out Monday and I am back streaming on Monday. Back with the bottom at Christmas. Network save. With Teach. With Welcome teach. back. What the boys. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to being back. To be fair, but it depends whether we can keep the baby quiet or not. So, what's Ed, your plans for the rest of FM? Have you got the Malaga save still, or is that an offline thing now, more or less? Uh, I was. The problem is, I'm, it's funny, right? When you have a child, you, 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 you have no time. You don't go out anywhere, so you got a lot of time just sat at a computer doing nothing. So, yes, I'm sure we'll get the Malaga save back somewhere because it was such a good save, and I, I did enjoy it. Um, but it's how I get that across. Mm. So we'll see how it goes. At the moment, have you had any? Uh, oh. I was going to say, have you had moment, any thoughts towards FM twenty? I I have. Um, I've had a couple of thoughts. Nothing, nothing that's got anything amazing. I did think maybe yeah. doing something with with Burry uh, on an edited database. Um, you know, maybe making them into a new side lower down. Um, but I don't know. I need that kind of road to glory that that one where you start very low and can get back up high tempted with a Cheltenham save with some information <laughs> I've heard this week so uh, yeah we'll see yeah I know we've uh, Barry's going to be an interesting one because obviously they've got meetings to maybe see them come back into League 2 next year so be interested to see how sort of football manager code that into the game as well um, and obviously 23 teams in League 1 will be an interesting one as well I think like I think we've we've touched upon this massively over the last couple of weeks, and I do I do say this is just a save update, but I think there's a lot of interesting saves next year, and I think there's a lot of mm. saves that people uh, is going to be popular, and I think a lot of people will be trying the same saves, and I don't see a downside to that, and hopefully you know if if there's five or six really good saves that may keep people going a little bit longer, but we've also got yeah. in, again international, we've also got an international tournament next year, so that's always. Always spurs the football on a bit longer, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Joe, what save have you been uh, playing on this week, if you have? I haven't really been playing too much. Um, played a little bit of the AC Milan save, and that's that's about it, really. I've, I've had a bit of an international break myself at the moment. Shit, we all know we're, we're all fucked when Joe doesn't play the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's, to be fair, it's not been a case of not wanting to, though. I just haven't haven't been able to this week. I did, I did again, did listen to the pod last week and got the little dig that I haven't been playing the United save enough. So uh, I got, I got some time off soon. So maybe I'll get some, uh, get some game time on there and, and release that for you, Joe. Well, I, I uploaded the save file today. Oh. Go. It's good, good to see Curtie jumped on it as well. Oh wait, been <laughs> busy working. He's got a job. Yeah. We all have. Um. In regards to the wall save, that's still going on. I've announced that it will be the last season because obviously I do want a little bit of a recharge period in between um, obviously the end of that save and before FM20. Someone commented saying, carry it on until you win the Champions League (laughs) and that's probably going to go into FM20. So I said no, or it might not ever happen, who knows. Um, But 
uh, how did we finish? We finished seventh in the end in the league. Uh, we managed to get Europa League football, so it is the European dream now. So Joe doesn't need to give me any more digs on that on that front. Um, yeah, back in the Europa League, straight into the group stage. Uh, I think we've got a little bit of a difficult group. Can't can't quite remember who's in the group to be fair. But I thought because it's my last season, I'm just going to smash the cash. Uh, brought in Paco Alcacer to partner Timo Werner up front. Um, who else did I bring in? But yeah, so. It's, Sold off a lot of sort of, in my eyes, sort of dead wood. Uh, brought in quite a lot of homegrown players because that's tended to be an issue with registration. But I know sort of five or six games into the Premier League um, and I think we're still unbeaten. So, yeah, decent start. So just everything went on the never-never, yeah? Just loaned as much money as you could just to... Oh, mate, like, I, I it was on deadline day and I need... I, like, the whole transfer window was after a centre-back, but I just couldn't buy someone for centre-back. Um, so in the end, there was uh, I don't know if you know. Obviously, Ben Godfrey. He's uh, he was at Everton, I think. So I tried. I basically I wanted an English player just to fill homegrown and stuff. So I was after John Stones and stuff like that. But Arsenal just wouldn't accept any offers because he's at Arsenal at the moment. Um, so I looked at Ben Godfrey, and he's mainly a central midfielder. But you could play centre back, and he's he's all right there. So I put in a ridiculous bid. Just put loads of instalments in just to get get him. Um, and. Everton was stalling until they signed a replacement player on deadline day. So I had Chris Smalling as well as a backup option. Just because he, uh, I would have had someone else to play ahead of Smalling. So Smalling went through and then Godfrey went through straight away. So I ended up with both of them. But then when I went back to the Godfrey transfer, it ended up being like 85 million in installments. Like I never realised it was that much. So on my video, I didn't really, I didn't, every player I said, um, yep, sign this guy 30 million, this guy 15 million. I didn't say how much I paid Ben Godfrey because <laughs> I think I got, I would have got pelters to be honest. But yeah, he goes, um, you've broken your transfer record for Ben Godfrey. I was like, shit. So, he's good, uh, but he's yeah. not that good. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, sign Lovro Maya, is it? Or Major or whatever. Um, he's, he's quite good as well. So I'm looking forward to using him a bit more in European football too. So. Yeah, good. Hopefully a, a nice final season for us. Um, we'll move on now to obviously the team meeting. Uh, and as we've already sort of alluded to this week, obviously sees a break in top flight football. Uh, the best players in the world joining up obviously with their national sides. Club managers across the globe keeping their fingers crossed that all the players come back unscathed. Uh, when it comes to football manager though, obviously international football can often become a couple of weeks where the continue button gets a bit of a bashing. But we thought we'd have a little chat of what we get up to during the international break. And obviously talking about uh, a little bit about international management, maybe in Football Manager. I think there was a question about it, uh, one of the listeners' question, uh, questions. Uh, so we may address that at one point. But, I mean, has anyone ever in, done international management in, in FM? So I have. I think I, when I started on YouTube, I started with an international save and realised that was a fucking stupid idea. Um, <laughs> but in my London journeyman, I actually took, I got I offered the... England job whilst I was at Crystal Palace and I took it to see if it would help actually boost my reputation to see if I could do well as a manager I think it was on the back of England winning the World Cup as well so I took that on um, and actually have then been fired from Crystal Palace so I'm actually only the England I'm the England manager at the moment about to do uh, about to start the World Cup uh, and it's one of the ones I need to complete but with the view that if I could do well in the World Cup maybe I can get what uh, a Chelsea Arsenal or Tottenham job out of the back of it and carry on the journeyman. Otherwise, I think it will uh, die with the World Cup. But it's it's always a it's it always seems like a good idea until you get into it. Yeah. So, I mean, they get, they play their home games in London, but they're technically based 
St. George's Park, right? So how's that in the London journeyman? Because I still was manager of a London club. It was it was a gamble okay. to try and... I could not... I cannot get a job. Tottenham keep turning me down. Bastards. Uh, I don't know if it's got something to do with my favourite club being West Ham on the game. But yeah, I cannot <laughs> get one of the top jobs. So it was all about throwing the dice, seeing if going well with England would help boost the reputation and get me one of the top, top jobs. It should do. Do you, do you think your left back is going to take you to glory with England? <laughs> That was, that was my next question. Ah, uh, yeah. You, how James. quick was it before you dropped him? I couldn't. He's, I some, haven't got anyone else. Did you and see I'll, someone tagged tagged us? And then he goes, "I thought you were joking on the pod when you said you were in the game." And he like got him in a youth intake or something, or yeah, he came yeah. off on the game. You're in. Awesome. It's annoying. Yeah, United, the best left back we've got. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that Mr. Azapardi can uh, add some assists. We've got. I'm actually playing like three up front, so you are my wide option on the left, Dave. Come on, the boys. And who does he play for? United. Club wise, oh, was it a dream to play for your Timmy support boyhood yeah, club, yeah. My, boy, my boyhood club, yeah. <laughs> Robbie Keane esque. Love it, mate. Love it. Have you ever done international management, Joe? I have. Um, I think with the Villarreal save, I've become the Spain manager. I'm pretty sure I've only ever managed England and Spain, but no stories to write home about. I've um, I did uh, back in the early days of YouTube. I did uh, a stint with Malta. Of course, Shock. as manager, oh. and we used to get, we were getting, I, I smashed it at club level, um, and it, it sort of got to a point where I started, it, I, I almost wanted like all the best Maltese players and sort of gain like you know like you could gain relationships with the players and sort of side them at club level as well, um, and it's quite cool because I started, you, I always find it fun when you find someone that's like to, like completely non Maltese but they're like eligible to come to the national team, so it was all these like crap Brazilians I was like yep yeah. they play in Malta I was like yeah you can get called up so I've got like Edson Silver or something up front for Malta like I always find that like uh, I think it was the championship manager early like not early days but like 06, 07 you could call up Manuel Almunia for the England squad <laughs> and stuff like that so I always used to find that fascinating but in terms of I think you're right I think alongside it's really got to be alongside a club save I think to keep it interesting um, I've done little international stints but Nothing to write home about, really. I just wonder, has anyone ever done then like a building a nation where you, I suppose, take on one of the larger clubs and you take on the international job doing kind of what you said? Dave, yeah, that well, keeping yeah, players that, in on the. Yeah, that's what I tried to do, and it sort of worked. But I think with like with Malta, it was hard. Like I didn't want to obviously just use an exploit tactic and maybe like grind draws and maybe get one or two wins out. Um, but it was difficult in the groups, like you were getting smashed. And I thought maybe the third or fourth major tournament I got at, if I got that far, maybe I could, you know, get somewhere. Um, but I used to do like obviously organise the friendlies. I always thought if I organised, because oh, I wanted to like try and break top one hundred in the wa- rankings. If I play friendlies with all with all the teams around me, like all like a lot of Asian countries and stuff like that, maybe I'd start winning games and get in the rank up a bit. But I don't think it really, I don't think it really worked like that. So. But it's something that's intrigued me, building a nation, but I think that's got to be a long-term thing. Yeah. Just solely so you can concentrate on being in the top wankings, yeah? <laughs> that's it, mate. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, I'm pretty sure Shrew, he's done Austria management. He's done Austria. Like club and country. He's doing But I remember, I remember years ago, I'm, I'm talking back on forums, there was a guy that, I'm pretty sure, there was two guys, there was one that I think managed cool. TNS, and he basically got the coefficients of TNS. The Fuge, innit? That's him, yeah. No, no, no. On the ESI wasn't. forums. Um, and basically, he was the Wales manager as well. Oh, and he had basically taken kind of them all the way through the leagues. And he was building the coefficient. And he found that he had to sell some of his best players 
to the, to other clubs in the league to make them mm. better, to make the coefficient better. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. another guy, I think, done like um, Ferran Ferran Varkos or whatever they're called, Romanian side. Mm. Yeah. Um, or wherever they are, and, t- yeah, and took yeah. them through the leagues and done a similar thing, like just building up the league coefficient, getting more. Like a big part of his save was that he'd increased the number of European slots and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's something in it if you if you're in it for the long term. Uh, second yellow card, uh, friend of the show, did it with uh, <laughs> Mitchelland, um, and he was doing exactly the same as that Joe. He would kind of put put himself as a his, his rule was if you're selling a player. You sell it to the league. It has to be someone, even if you're taking a lower cut, just to keep the quality in the league to try and build that league. Uh, it's a good idea, to be fair. It's tough, though. Like you said, Shrew's very good on them. He's done, he did and, um, Austria. I think he's talking about doing Andorra next next time. Um, but they just take a lot of work. Mm. A lot, a lot of work. Oh, I always... Um, <clears throat> I'd love to do it, but I always think sort of from a content creation point of view. I know, as you say, second yellow card did it. Um, I think he was in like... Iceland or Greenland or something mm-hmm. this year and he did quite well with that obviously worth the space had done it with uh, mm-hmm. Gibraltar as well mm-hmm. um, but I always think sort of for me personally I think I'd enjoy it but in terms of I don't know if I'd be able, those guys are unbelievable at what they do I don't know if I'd draw the, the sort of viewership in or so, something like that as sort of short-sighted as that is but um, I, I, if you are stuck for ideas like and you don't mind obviously going into a country where you're sort of entering the unknown I think that is one of the best sort of challenge ideas to do I think, um, to be honest, the reason you wouldn't do it is nobody would want to see a, a Wolves in England building yeah, a nation. See, <laughs> Wolves, in Wolves in Portugal. Yeah. Wolves in Portugal. Yeah. Yeah, one of them. Um, in regards to obviously club management when it comes to international breaks, so like, how do you guys react to players being called up? Are you overly bothered about that? Do you set restrictions? Like if a player is sort of slightly unfit, do you, do you set restrictions on the amount of minutes they can get? Or have you ever withdrawn players from squads as well? I've had it before and I... I mean, I don't really care. I, I mean, I just don't want them to get injured, yeah? I'm not going to yeah. stop them from playing for the nation. Um, it's the... <laughs> what, you know, one of the pinnacles of, of playing that sport is you get to play for your nation. The thing you get... I've had a few times is when you're... Um, too fair, some of you may not understand this because... I know, Herb, you're not very good at the game, but um, <laughs> when you get into the, the latter parts or the cup finals um, and there's some of your players are just gone, you know, they've gone already yeah. to international. And that's the only time I'd withdraw them from the squad is because I need them for the cup final. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm i not going to stop them from playing. I think it's good experience. If they play well as well, I'm sure it's going to get their rep up to be able to sell them better as well. It's just when they get injured, it's an absolute bugger. Mm. Have you uh, heard, this probably applies to you a bit more, you know when obviously you're managing England, um, you do obviously get the messages in the inbox when the managers want to restrict the game time a player gets per game, like yep. 45 minutes or 60 minutes. Like, Do you take notice of that? Yeah, or... you have to because otherwise the game just slaughters you in the press after, which is a little... But it's only on friendlies that they do that on, so it's actually a bit easy. It's good to rotate as well. The hardest thing yeah. with the, the internationals is going to scout the games and get new players in. It's the reason you're still my left back. I'm too lazy to go and look for a new left back. Hey, no, he's <laughs> the best in the business. He's a uh, he's a good left back. Yeah, but I I always I'm always um when that used to come about I was always worried that if I did if I did sort of go against it and then I called them up again the manager would just withdraw them from the squad because like almost abusing the rights of the player and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, 
Joe, have you ever sort of, I reckon you'd be a man that tinkers with that sort of thing. Do you know what? I always think, yes, I should do that. I never do. Uh, I, when I'm in club management, I very rarely pay any attention to the international side of it. Easy as that. Easy as that. Um, I mean, to be fair, the biggest risk for us as club managers is is injury. Mm. Um, I mean, if they go and play with a stinker, morale. I mean, morale is is not going to tonk too much. Um, it, I just, I just think that being injured and as long as they, I mean, I, I'm assuming they send them. They do. They send them back. They return to the squad. So it's not like. Yeah, it, it, I, I can't see the downside apart from injury. So I was going to go down the side that if it's a crap nation like Malta, they get injured, do you know, do the the medical team. But no, it, they do send them back. So have I you, answered the question in my head. Have, have any of you sort of um, just thought of this? Like, say there's a fringe player or player in your reserves and he's been called up to international duty and you've seen he's bagged like a two or three goals or given a really good performance. Have any Has any players on the international stage sort of almost changed your mind and think, actually, maybe I should playing this guy a little bit more in the first team I'll side with Joe never never paying <laughs> attention I would say sometimes I do look at the international results yeah. and if I've seen one of my players have a really good game you kind of think hang on what's going on here Like, and try and look what system he's playing in just to see if there's something if he's someone that I don't play to kind of just get a better understanding of how they've been able to score those goals or when you go and uh, congratulate one of your players <laughs> on getting his first cl- uh, cap for the uh, his country, and then he basically slags you off and says nothing to do with you. That's quite yeah. nice. <laughs> you still get that when you congratulate someone for goal of the month or player of the month. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got time for this, Soz. Um, I think this would be something maybe you do as well, Joe. Routines for the international window. So are you the type or are any of you the type of people to maybe organise a couple of friendlies in between or... Is it just a, as we said earlier, continue space ball bashing? R and R for me. <laughs> all the players that aren't available, I, I set them all to rest, um, and bring them in a couple of days before the end of the uh, the international break. That's, but... that's sort of realistic, though, to be fair, because like I know now players that aren't sort of um, selected. I know a lot of them are sort of seeing family abroad and stuff now as well. Like in obviously in, in sort of real life terms. Yeah, about so. ninety. Is it ninety eight percent of the uh, wall squad is in Portugal? Uh, no, ninety seven. Ninety seven. Family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's all I would do. To be fair, um, it's not you know, I, I get the shoe on the other foot. Maybe we should be pushing them harder because you're clearly not good enough to play for your country. Um, but no, I let them rest. Bit of rotation. I'd never think about doing a friendly though. I do um, like this international window in real life. So in game, this is when I would still try and play friendlies, whether it's against someone local or against the reserves or something like that. Just because through pre-season, if you haven't managed to get everybody enough game time for like match sharpness or anything like that, I'll normally try and set up a friendly and have a bit of rest in there as well, um, if needs. But yeah, as, as the season goes on and there's international breaks, it tends to be more rest than friendlies. I guess that's good for the later arrivals that you bring in uh, in the transfer window because, I mean, deadline day deals happen and as you can see nowadays, uh, it's either the end of pre-season or halfway, well, halfway through the first couple of weeks. So, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I haven't really thought about that, Joe. I think that, think think that helps with sharpness as well. I've started, uh, especially the, the last season, the wall save, I never really did it, but I've started using a lot of my fringe players that or maybe they aren't getting in the first team 
using them a lot more in the under twenty three squad to keep the match sharpness up. And it's nothing, really nothing that I took much um, sort of notice of until the last season when I had a lot of lads sort of twenty two, twenty one, twenty that were good enough for my first team, but maybe not getting the game time. And their sharpness was like in their fifties to seventies. So I just selected them in the under twenty three squad. And like I was rubbing my, rubbing my hands together, I thought, mate, my only 23 score is going to be mint now. And I just kept losing every game anyway. I was like, like brilliant. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't really, uh, really ideal. Um, in terms of uh, listeners' questions, I, I think it was a, a while ago, but JL Aspie asked a question regarding international football. And he, he said, how do you think international football could be made a more appealing option on football manager? I don't, I don't think it can. Like what more can you do as a as an international football manager? You know, it, it it's a pretty it's going to be a pretty dull job at IRL anyway. It's like who who's the they Costa do, Rica manager? He left because <laughs> it right? was too boring. The Costa Rica manager last week. <laughs> he left his job because he said it was too boring. <laughs> I just can't see yeah. how you're going to do it unless like you're allowed to put a napkin in your head and go for a pint of wine. I, I can't see how <laughs> how more interesting you can make it. To be honest, it's that's the boring bit is. It's the scouting and watching the games is only good when you have a vested interest. If you're just watching the game to see how the, you can't watch the match engine to see how well a player is playing, really, in football manager, you do it all by the stats of the games or their attributes. So I don't, it's really difficult to then how do you go and build your national pool and how do you build your scout? I think well, I got a few comments on mine saying, Oh, you don't even pick your team properly, so I'm not going to watch. And it's like, who does pick their team properly? What you? How do you, do you go into sift all the data and then yeah. pick the best players? Or are you there actually watching games week in week out that you have no control over? Because I've got no real interest in that. <laughs> that's that's the difference between winners and losers, no Herb. Um, <laughs> I uh, sorry, so that's really mean. I feel like I'm giving you a bashing tonight. Uh, like I've taken a pill and just given you a bashing. Thanks. Were you going to say something, Deep, I, or was that? Yeah, I was. No, it's just completely <laughs> it's just popped out my mind. Um, oh, hang on, let me let me think really hard. Sending you blue, mate. I... He's, he's lost. I mean, it, talk about yourselves, gents. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say you've lost oh. it now. Yeah, you've gone. I don't even remember what you were talking about, to be honest. Now, it's just trying to be oh, funny. I, again. I remember. I remember. Oh, go on. Okay, so <laughs> the thing that gets me with international football is you can't mould a player. Football mm-hmm. manager is all about. Building your team, building your 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 squad, and and bringing these youngsters through, or signing this guy and making him the a, a world beater. You can't really get that. Somebody else is basically doing that for you, and you're just reaping their rewards by going, "Oh yeah, you done well. We'll pull you in." Um, and, and that's what gets me. Well, it's good. I I know um a lot of people that ended up doing some like World Cup saves and stuff last year, but obviously that's that's just a tiny major tournament isn't it so I think on that aspect if you're setting yourself a little challenge to do a major tournament or sometimes the Olympics pops up that's like a one-off thing which is always quite interesting to do um, I did that on a save before I think that might have been a wall save lol um, I did the Olympics shock. So, yeah shock can you manage under 21's teams and lower yeah, yeah. for international yeah. see that I always thought like um, obviously people are oh you bring that into club level it wouldn't really work the same but I did a save before where I'd start managing the under 19s or under 18s or whatever and sort of try and work my way up. Almost mm. sort of similar to like the Southgates and stuff I've done really and sort of see if I can work my way up to the national manager, uh, the senior team. Um, five star potential podcast bingo time. In a network save with Rez, <laughs> there was a, he was the Argentina manager and he brought me in as the under 23s manager. 
So you had the Boca Juniors manager as the head coach of the national team, and then you had the River Plate manager as the under-23s, and it was actually class because all the youngsters, like all the new, the new Gen 1, the kids and things that I had in my team, he'd obviously be watching the games and watching what I'm doing, and we'd be talking about kind of the next players to start bringing up and bringing in, and when certain players were getting old in the first team, I'd be like, yeah, I've, you know, so we, we played like a similar system, and if he wanted a ball-winning midfielder, and then I'd say, look, I've got this young kid, and it would just be like a little... It, it was quite good because there was two of us and yeah. we'd be talking about bringing those players through. So it can, it can be good. So, yeah, if you want a network save and have a bit of international manager, make sure your mate gets in there as well. Yeah. That'd be class at club saves. level, though. It's like, it sounds yeah. good at international, but mm. at club, that could be even better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll move on now. We'll, get, uh, we'll have another... Let's see if we've got another question. Um... I don't know if we had this one before. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Lee M. Summerfield, he said, um, this may be something that has come up previously, but have you guys found that your management skills learned in FM um, help in your careers outside of the game? I know how to use a spreadsheet. <laughs> Up the Excel. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, manage, I manage a couple of people uh, in my IRL job. Um, and yeah, when they turn up late, I just find them two weeks' wages. Uh, <laughs> when they go home early, I find them two weeks' wages. Um, they've all got these little green little arrows above their heads to say whether their morale's good well, or the not. The Sims. Um, yeah, it's like the Sims, yeah. Um, I can't say it does, to be honest. I'm not sure with, really ma- not with management. I think with... Re- uh, I don't know. Maybe with what? Numbers. I was going to say with, <laughs> with, with reading numbers and analytics, it does a little bit, and that you have to look at data and numbers. But there's not that much of that in the game, really. Uh, that helps. Depends how you play the game, right? That's how I play the game. That's why I play it so well. I just look at all the numbers. It's like the Matrix to me. Did it make you sell any more fireplaces, Dave? Well, <laughs> you don't know, do you? Really? these ones. <laughs> now, I always think like in term. I don't know in terms of like your everyday job, but. No doubt with like just watching football and analysing football. I think everyone knows this, yeah. but like if you it would be it would be interesting to see what like what knowledge you'd know if if you, football manager didn't exist or you didn't play FM compared to like now. So I think we all know we've said, Oh, he's gonna be class when he's older, this wonder kid and everyone's like, Oh, how did you know that? Oh when I signed like Deli Alley on like FM thirteen or something like that, or just the little things like that. And that's a pretty crap example, but you know where I'm going. Um well, yeah, I think from that side of things, in real life terms, it, it works. But I don't know about like everyday work. Yeah, I don't think work. But you're right. Watching football is completely different. I actually prefer watching the games from almost the views that I watch Football Manager at. And you know, you get that mm. whole. Well, this is why I like playing two D because I want to see the whole picture. I want to see how people are moving. Watching games and being like, oh, I can see what's going on here. This person's kind of playing like this, and you can do a bit more. You'd use the same analysis that you do in Football Manager of a real life game. Yeah, but then until when you when you were at the Molyneux, you tell your friend, "Oh, we should be playing a Gagan Presto with false nine. <laughs> He's like, "Stop being a dickhead, mate! Shut up now!" <laughs> Literally, I'm sure he says that without you opening your mouth. Yeah, yeah, he does actually. Yeah, was that was that on camera or not? Um, brilliant. Uh, and they probably slag me off for selling five places or because I'm Maltese or Portuguese <laughs> or whatever as well. You know, Dave, if you um like you know like we're talking about the football manager and and, and your IRL job, have you like been trying and dreaming to sell abroad just yet still can't do it or um no i haven't you know, is, yeah. is whatever fireplace company insert random name here um hunter herald 
and <laughs> Jono's on. <laughs> has, is destined to go abroad. Yet you just you just can't push it over the line. Is that, I don't know. Is that the case? Um, I'm all sort of um, I'm nationwide rather than uh, European. So just just domestic at the moment. To round this and get back on topic a little bit, yeah, please. I'd say the only the only crossover I think I have with my job is the planning side of it. I plan a lot in my job, and then when I'm playing football manager, I tend to you know get a pad and pen out, uh, and I'll plan in a similar fashion. You know what you're going to do in the first week, what you're going to do in the first month, what you're going to do in the first year, what do you aim? You know, having some just you know some pre-planning. I'd say the only other kind of similarities are I I play football manager in my pants and I work in my pants. So. <laughs> I thought you were going to actually say something useful then, and then that's what came out of your mouth. God's sake, that's useful um, for me. Her doop doop her. So it's quite hard for me to do that. <laughs> oh dear. Um, the and the only other thing not well kind of related to work is that playing football manager is a good way of just like releasing and swearing at computer screen so you don't do it at work and get fired. So using it as a, I always it's come true. home and play football manager as like a stress, stress reliever. You stress get it, relief. get all your shit out for the day. Play a bit of football manager. Uh, it's good now on Twitch because you get to scream at other people and they sometimes enjoy watching it. Um, but yeah, that helps as well, I think. Big up the questions. Uh, big up to JL Aspie for obviously that international question and Lee Summerfield for that question. Just uh, as always, if a question pops in your head throughout the day, just tweet it to us at Five Star Pod and we'll be sure to add it to <laughs> Any question. the. The, any any question? Any question that pops at the end of the day. I, I asked that on the, on the on the Walls podcast I do, and someone was asking about spicy McNuggets, and I thought, <laughs> right, you know, brilliant. Um, but yeah, overrated I, I, IMO. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you want to, as a, as a little fact, or a little thing I can give the, the listeners right now, a little McDonald's. So, I've, I've, I've had a lot of takeaways in the last week or so, right? You could tell. One of my favourite McDonald's week. hacks at the moment. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Uh, one of my favourite McDonald's hacks at the moment is the double quarter pounder, no yeah. bacon, but asked for Big Mac sauce. It is wonderful. Isn't that just a Say Big no Mac more. anyway? Well, well, no, it's not, because it's bigger. the burgers are bigger. It's Honestly, try it, David, oh, and come back quarter, to me. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't I you just ask for a Big Mac come back? with two yeah. quarter pounders? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Or just, just, just ask for loads of little bits and make your own. But it's my little hack. I'll write the Good. hack. Try it. Come All back right. to me. I will. Um, we're going to be doing the quiz now. Curtis quiz. Obviously, Curtis is not here, so I'll be taking the realms. But I'm going to be continuing Curtis' little attribute scheme that is going on. Oh fuck's sake! Uh, and we're sticking like with the Premier League. And on this one, it is Gosh. players with crossing over fifteen. <laughs> There's thirty players in the Premier League with crossing over fifteen, valued from two hundred and twenty-five k up to eighty million. So there's uh, some lower play, uh, rated players there as well. As always, wow. two points available for each person for each uh, round. We'll have, should we say four rounds each? I think that's that's all right. Um, and obviously you get a point for the correct uh, correct name and then an extra point for the correct uh, attribute if you can get that as well. So uh, in no particular order, Joe, we'll start off with you. Five Star Potential Podcast bringing you fresh content. <laughs> Yep. These are good quizzes. I like these ones, though. Yeah, you like it because you just Googled it, you twat. You can't. Oh, you can't Google it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> are you thinking, Joe? 
I am, yeah. yeah we'll just we'll just fill the void. Um, make it, um, make it so so just crossing attributes, yeah? Just crossing, crossing. Premier League. Kyle Walker. Kyle Ooh. Walker. How um, many? Have a quick look. He doesn't it's gonna be like fourteen. Mm-hmm. He doesn't appear to be on my list. I'll have a quick gander if I can find him for you. Uh, Kyle Walker care. crossing twelve. Oh, so he's wow. not on the list, unfortunately. Mum still buys your trousers. So yeah, <laughs> sixteen. Um Herb. Um I think I remember one. I think Mikel Antonio has fifteen Mikel exactly. Antonio. Doesn't got look- a hamstring, but yeah, I'm yeah. looking at my list and he doesn't appear to be on it. Oh, you sure? Let's have a quick look. Mikel Antonio. Make an early win here. He's got crossing of eleven. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? What day are you looking at? What the f- whatever the day, whatever one, database mate. Dave is looking at, yeah. is the one he's looking at. He's Not the, the one, one where I upped all the attributes of the West Ham players. Clearly. No. Dupe, come on, let's get a point on the board. Do you know, I can't. I got a guy's name, but I can't remember if he still plays or not. <laughs> what? Come on, do it for the comedic um, value. Samueletto. Uh, Leighton Baines. Leighton Baines. <laughs> Are you you think playing? he still plays football? Yeah. Oh my word! Of course he does. Well done. Um, Seventeen. I'm looking, I'm no looking at my list though, dupe. Leighton Baines doesn't appear to be on my list, <sighs> mate. Like what? A list Crossing of fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, pretty close though. I would give you half how many, a point. How many appearances he's made in the last two years? Because I haven't seen that guy in ages. <laughs> uh, he made. Oh, I don't know. I don't care. Um, okay. that is zero for you. Um, Herb, we'll change the order up now. You're up. Good Come on, there's some around. obvious ones here, boys. Who are you going with? Um, I am going to go with. But who's good at crossing? No one crosses anymore. Stupid wingers. We don't have out and out There wingers. is two obvious around. ones, man. Who gets the assists? It's, it's... all right. Don't give us. Um, I think Mane still has good crossing. Mane. Yeah. Sadio Mane. I'm looking at my list. Come on. He's down and as a winger. He's down as a winger, but he's crossing his 14, Herb, so Fuck. he's not on there. <laughs> Honestly, there are some obvious ones. Joe. Yeah, it's obvious when you've got a list in front of you. are always obvious, mate. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Trent oh, Alexander-Arnold, okay. thank you. Go on, give me uh, give me the attribute. 17. 15. But you still get yourself a point. Obvious, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 15. Yeah, but he's obviously uh, a good crosser. Dude, come on. This is bad. This is Dip bad. Reiner. Kevin. <laughs> oh, my word. Of course he's on there. Go on, give me an attribute. 17. Oh, yes. Two points. I've just, it's just clicked now. It's the guys Dude, across the ball in, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, in it. Um, I'm going to, again, Mares. Mares. 16. 16. There you go. You said it at the same time. <laughs> 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 Dave, Dave with the assist there. I know. Do put the back post. There you go. Um, Joe smashed into lead. Bernardo Silva. Sixteen. Bernardo Silva. I'm looking at my list. He doesn't appear to be door. on there. We're gonna just, quickly shut the door, Dave. It might be him. It was. Uh, Bernardo Silva's 14, unfortunately. Ah, he's old, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I hope he is. Herb. Um, 
Who crosses the ball? All right. Oh, I don't think he does. I'm going to go for him. Andrew Robertson, 15. If he does, he's right on the base. Andrew Robertson. That's what she said. He's on the list. Oh, 15. Crossing a 15. He's incorrect. It's 16. Close, but no cigar. That got on right. A few. Right. I did say four rounds, but I'm liking this. I'm going to add another round. (laughs) It's close. Um, Nobody's got any. (laughs) Dupe's on four at the moment. Herb's on one and Joe's on one. So we're going to go to Joe. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. 15. Chamberlain. Um, I'm looking at my list and I don't think he's on there, Joe. Wow. I would have said he would have been. Crossing of just 13, unfortunately. You researchers. There are some big players still on this list. Um, Herb, we'll go with you. You've got to think fullbacks. There's a lot of fullbacks on there. Wingers. Who is good? If you want to, there's two players over 50 million in value that are still on there. That's not that's not helping me really, to be honest. Well, it's just that's what um, I'm saying. There's obvious players on there. Is I don't know why I'm going for him, but I can't get him out of my head now. Is uh, Wilfred Zaha still on there? Still on there, Wilfred Zaha. He doesn't cross, he shoots. No, but he was a winger. He right? doesn't cross, does he? He shoots now. His crossing's in, 13. Into, into the manager's daughter, yeah. <laughs> Herb, zero. Dupe, you're in the ascendancy. You've more or less won. Hit me with another one. I'm going to go with an out there one. Ooh. James Madison. James Madison. Who's, 17. Who's Googling now? If that's 17. James Madison. I'm, I'm looking at the list. He's not on the list because Dave's... I'm typing so you know he's on the list. Uh, just crossing of 12, so that's a, that's a poor yeah. shout. I mean, I'm that far ahead, mate. I'm, I'm almost... <laughs> Herb, come on. Let's get, a, let's get a big in. That's what she said. Is it, I thought it was Joe. Mm-hmm. Is it Joe? You take a no, I'm t- I, I mix it up. I'm mix mixing it up. up. I thought Joe wasn't going to go. Last round. Come on, man. Battle <sighs> for the second. I, wasn't, I thought I had thinking time. Come on, man. Think away. Think of the elite fullbacks in this league. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> there is none. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm struggling with. Um, oh, there's well, there's a West Ham oh, boy on there. I mean, is just there? give him a clue. Yeah, Aaron Creswell. Creswell's not got 15 crossing, has he? Um, no, I'm gonna go for some more attacking. Surely, surely Mo Salah has crossing of 15 at least. Mo Salah at least. Well, you know, when he types, that means he's not on his list. And Mo Salah has 13 crossing. That's it's a bad I'm day at the office. Of Herb. Straight Joe. In. You said one earlier. Are you going to stick with it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go for the advanced driver, Marcus Alonso. Ooh, Marcus 15. Alonso. I mean, let me guess. You're looking at your list. I'm looking at my list, and Marcus Alonso's got 13. Joe, can you do me a favour, mate? You see the Sif coat is available next week, mate. <laughs> what you want? This ain't my fault. I dicked the quiz last week. I could have done this again. It's obvious. 
when it's in front of you, obviously. But I would have picked yes. this anyway. Okay. Joe's been close with two guesses. Who's next, Dave? Close? You, Dupe, you're the last go now. Yeah. Oh, I'm the last go. I'm going to go for David Silva. Does he cross the ball? Crossing of 29. <laughs> I mean, that's a Tobes type guess. It's 13. You get zero. That was a abysmal effort from everyone. I don't know. I know. It was shit. There's more about the quiz. <laughs> no. So, players that are on there. Kevin De Bruyne. We got Harry Kane, Mares, Ozil, Aspilicueta. Yarmolenko's on there. Aaron Creswell's on there, he said. Um, Ashley Young, James Ward-Prowse with the highest in the league. I mean, this just this just screams at me. I should Lucas Dinier, Benjamin Mendy, Shakiri, Sigurdsson, Enzo Robisi. Right. Who's he? Plays for Southampton. Jao Martinez. So you didn't even know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obvious I mean, when you get it on the list. Boys, it was a it okay. was a poor attempt. Anyway, just shows in, the cross joint, is flying from the game. In joint last is Joe and Herb with a unrespectable one point. Crosses don't work. Ooh. Yeah, I see, exactly. That's why we don't know. And I'm not going to say well ahead, but ahead with four was Simon, a.k.a. Dupe. Well done, Simon. <laughs> On the blue team. <laughs> Simon, I'm I'm confused, but we'll go with it. That's your name, mate. Oh. That was, that was, <laughs> yeah, well, well done. I mean, no, that's not my name. <laughs> you um, go with that. Which is one of my favourite songs in the world. By the Ting Tings. Music oh, quiz. What was the Pill Boys? Yeah, anyway. Music on. quiz, LA. Say goodbye, folks. Right, that brings, uh, well, it was a pretty poor end, to be honest. That brings episode 107 of... Uh, That's what she said. Brilliant. Uh, of Five Star Potential to a close. You can find links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account, We Stream FM Discord, uh, the server in the podcast description or by visiting WeStreamFM.com where you can also find the blogs that have been released recently. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.